Well, hey, everybody, welcome to Passion and Purpose again. And, you know, every once in a while, Passion and Purpose, you wonder who's going to show up at the table. Uh, so we have Dr. St- Stephen Siemens. He's going to introduce himself. We'll get a little bit more about him. That's really the focal point. But we're talking about the Asbury Revival today. And, of course, who do you bring in for the Asbury Revival? But Drew Stebman. Uh, soon to be Dr. Yeah, Drew yes, Stedman. Yes. Uh, you guys know like Drew uh, yeah. serves as one of our overseers for the Antioch Movement. And um, we're going to let Drew kind of lead us in questions about revival, what's going on. But I'll do the first question. Stephen, introduce yourself. Tell us your history, what you're all about. And again, one more time, this is the Asbury Revival. Well, uh, it's it's just so good to be with you, Jimmy and Drew. And uh the way the Lord has just brought us together. Uh, uh, for 35 years, I was a uh, professor of Christian doctrine at Asbury Theological Seminary. Uh, and uh, But even prior to that, I was a student at Asbury College in 1970 when the Asbury Revival broke. And so I got to kind of experience firsthand what, what revival looks like and feels like, you know. And that put something in my memory bank uh, and, and captured me in a way so that, in a, in a way, all my life, I've known what can happen when God comes, and I've seen that before. And uh, so uh, I'm just so thrilled right now at, about what God is doing. And what's really kind of amazing is now I've got a, a, a junior at Asbury College who's my grandson, and he's experiencing uh, this outpouring. And the other day when I was over there and he had me pray for him, uh, I felt like I said to somebody, this feels like deja vu all over again. Wow. It, it was just kind of amazing. So uh, we're just so excited about what God is doing. You know, we've, we've, we've been praying for this and laboring for this. And, 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 and there's been a lot of people in the body of Christ that have been that have been crying out for the Lord to move. And I do believe these last three years or so, uh, since COVID, this has been a time when the Lord has really been sort of uh, exposing a lot of things in the body of Christ and showing us how our version of church just really isn't working, and it's, it's, it's actually bankrupt. It's, it's, it's the Laodicean church. And, but I think now uh, Jesus... Uh, Jesus is on a mission, particularly to capture this young generation, these Gen Xers, because that's what that's what's really happening. I think that's the focal point of this revival that's happening, and I'm just thrilled uh, to be uh, a part of it. I was there actually when it started, not not, not the like moment, but a, yeah, a couple, a, a few hours after it started, my grandson texted me and said, Grandpa, I think you need to come over here. Wow. <laughs> I love that. Grandpa, I think you need to come over here. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, and then um, I'm, I've been in here in Waco the last few uh, days, and God has just been connecting me with some key leaders and people here, because I really do believe that um, uh, ready or not, here Jesus comes Amen. to Baylor. Yes, you know, come on. Something's happening. I love you know? that. Yeah. Hey, so, I'm, I'm going to let Drew lead with a few more questions. I got yeah. one more before he jumps in, and that is you had shown me a picture of you guys' prayer meetings. Y'all yeah. have been praying yeah. that water tower thing. Yes, T- yes. Just tell that picture. Hopefully they can well, grasp you know, it. Uh, in, Be- because prayer always precedes a move of God. They yeah. don't just show up. Yes. Right. God burdens a group of people. Yeah. So talk he to moves, us about that. Yeah, that always happens. And back really, really back in 2019, there were a group of seminary students 
that really uh, the Lord just moved on them and gave them this burden to pray for revival. And so every Friday at 2 o'clock in Estes Chapel on the seminary campus, they've been gathering for an hour, an hour and a half to pray for wow. revival. And, you know, it's, it's, listen, it's been small. It's been few. It's, there's nothing glamorous about that whole thing. It's just they've just, but, you know, they've just showed up, and they've, they've persisted on, in that. And one of those guys uh, got a, 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 a vision, had a vision uh, of the water tower in Wilmore, and if you know about our city, there's this large water tower. It's really the highest point in Wilmore, and it has a cross on it. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of on the property of Asbury University. And uh, anyway, uh, he got this vision of, of Jesus with, uh, kicking over, you, with his foot kind of kicking the water tower yeah. over, wow. and, and the water from the water tower just pouring on to the Asbury University and then down the hill to the to the seminary and uh, and so it was kind of interesting because uh, this summer um, uh, my my nephew and uh, who lives we both live sort of near that we noticed they were they were cleaning the water tower they were they sandblasted the thing mm. you know it mm. hadn't been done for a number of years they cleaned the inside of it mm. The inside mm. of the cup. <laughs> Are you something I think there's something there was. Yeah, we thought, and 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 the fact that they did it this summer, and now that thing looks sparkling clean and beautiful. And we texted each other back in July, and when they were doing this, in our you know we could we could walk by it and see it happening, uh, and we said, you know, there's something going on here, and uh, I think this. I think this means we're getting close. Wow. Mm. You know, That's amazing. We're getting close. So here we are. Here we are. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Well, take us in. You're sharing about being in that chapel a couple hours, and I'm sure most people have probably at least picked out that something's going on. But I'd love to hear from your perspective of having been there, knowing the, the students, knowing yeah. the campus. What's it like? Well, um, you know, it's 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 it started. Uh, a sermon was preached as a, in a typical Wednesday morning chapel, at, and uh, uh, and the guy that preached, Zach Meerkreeps, comes comes out of an Orthodox Jewish background. He's a he's a Messianic Jew. Okay. And I and I, I think I think there's something significant there about something that. There. I don't I I can't figure all that out yet though. But something tells me that's important. But he preached. And if, if you if you go back and listen to it, and and I'm I'm he's, he would tell you that really wasn't one of his best sermons, and and uh, you know, but uh, he he, he, he called he called the he called the students to, to to radical love and and in order to radically love Jesus according to Romans eight you know Romans the latter part of Romans eight he says well guys there's thirty commands in here. You know, let love be genuine, hate what is evil, all, the, all, all those little, he says, but, but the focus of his message is, was if you're going to live up to this, you need to experience the love of Jesus, because mm. this is not going to happen in human Great. strength. Mm -hmm. And so he called them to that, and, and uh, about 20, 25 students hung around after chapel uh, and, and, um, and stayed and prayed, and then the praise team uh, they usually kind of has a closing song. They felt kind of, they just continued on singing. And then there was, after they had been together for a while, there was a student that shared pretty uh, vulnerably out of his life about something, you know, 
uh, that he had done several years ago, and that sort of took the thing to a deeper trajectory because, you know, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, mm -hmm. and he comes, he's attracted to authenticity and vulnerability and reality. And, and, and then the next thing you know, those students start texting other students, mm -hmm. and students feel led to come back. So they go, they go to class, some of them go to, and then they start coming back. And that afternoon, there's about 300 students now in, in the chapel. And then it, and I would say, Drew, that the focus of this thing has been uh, participatory worship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's kind of interesting, uh, you, you know, that they've been just using a lot of uh, uh, college kids, and, you know, worship teams, and they're, you know, they're, there's no electric guitars or drums there it's it's really low-key it's piano and an acoustic guitar and you know um and they're just singing it's the human voices and these kids are just singing all these songs that they know college kids and it's incredible uh the worship uh i've never experienced worship uh, i don't think anywhere in my life like i have in Hughes wow. auditorium wow and uh uh, and they'll sing, uh, they'll sing a song like Agnes Day, you know, Alleluia, for the Lord God Almighty reigns. Uh, they, all, they, they'll, sometimes they'll sing a song like that for an hour. Yeah. Wow. It goes on, and, and, and it, uh, so at the heart and soul of this thing is worship. It, it's interesting, in 1970, when I was a student there, I would say, if you'd say, what was the, what was the heart and soul? It was kind of, it was student testimony. Yeah one after another there's still some of that going on at different times but more than anything else it's 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 this worship and you know uh when when you're in the, the lord inhabits the praises of his people and you, yeah. you come into that and and then folks enter into the presence of god and then there's confession they feel there's confession and repentance and folks at times they will sort of have an altar invitation mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes there'll be a, a short exhortation or preach a, 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 a sermon, but uh, and, and folks are called, and there's a lot of wonderful ministry going on, but it's it's these college students really, these Gen Z kids, uh, and I say that Jesus uh, is running after them, mm -hmm. and He's chasing after them, and He's giving Himself to them, and so I see that as the heart and heart and soul and. Uh, you've probably seen uh, the pictures coming out of Wilmore. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Hughes Auditorium is uh, the main uh, is full. Estes Chapel is uh, is full. McKenna Chapel is full. The full. Oh, yeah, oh, it's, so there's like there's multiple there's, spaces. There's, yeah. There's, yeah, there's and, and then at at, yeah. at GCF the uh, the vineyard church that meets uh, in the in the large old Methodist sanctuary there. Okay. That's another overflow venue, and then uh, the the, the semicircle, yeah. the college. I mean, yesterday there was probably ten thousand people in Wilmore, which is about double the population of the city. Yeah, I saw you know? videos of them worshiping outside, and it was yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It, people standing you know? in the rain for half yeah. a mile to get in. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. wild. It's just uh, it's just amazing uh, what God is doing. Now, I, I, I love to get your take on this, because something I've so appreciated watching it has been just, there's no hype, you know, there's no, yeah. no famous people, no, yeah. it, it's just so simple. Yeah. And, and yet you have, I, I can't think of a situation where you'd have, I mean, lines stretching half a mile long, people in the cold rain, right. waiting to get into something that there's nothing to it, you know, just, <laughs> in the sense of like, you know, you just look at it on in any kind of natural explanation, 
Like, you know, there, there's there, there's no there's no draw there other than God. Like, yes. take us. What, what are your thoughts on all that? Well, uh, you know, I do think that um, uh, one seminary student, Madison Pierce, uh, wrote a kind of reflection, and he talked about how uh, his generation and Gen Zs. Uh, Given some of the things they've experienced, I mean, they're the most anxious generation, you know, and they're suffering with anxiety and depression and those kind of things. And uh, he's suggesting that this kind of low-key, non-hype, simple, quiet approach is just what they is. It 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 speaks to their heart and soul in mm. a profound way. That's amazing. Mm. And so I think that has something to do with it. But it but it, it truly is. Uh, you know, well, this has got to be God because it sure isn't the preacher. It sure isn't the quality of the worship band. It sure isn't, you know. Now, I, I have to say the folks that are stewarding this, I think God is giving them all the wisdom and grace yeah. they need. I've been so impressed and watching they're, them. They're doing a great job, but, but you know, given in spite of all that, it's just, it's just hard to explain in human terms. Yeah, I I was reflecting on that because I doubt hardly anybody knows their names. You yeah, know, you have to right, probably right. be an insider, but right. you know what they're stewarding and the leadership they're walking in right now. So impressive to me. Yeah. Um, but it's the humility underneath it all. You know, they haven't put themselves front and center, and I, I think there's mm-hmm. probably something to that of mm-hmm. um, leaning into humility uh, in this season that that then is allowing them to steward such an outpouring mm-hmm. of the spirit. And they've been kind of intentional. They've had some folks uh, that have showed up uh, some. Uh, you know, some big Christian worship leaders and so forth. And uh, they basically have said, well, welcome, but you're not here to lead worship. That's so great. You're just oh, here yeah. to enter yeah. into worship. Yeah. And and those it. folks have, have responded, that, you know, uh, well to that too. I mean, it's, it's but they really have tried to keep it that way, you know, and I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. I was just, you know, on that humility thing, I think that humility creates the platform for these kind of things, but it's also the sustainability of it, right? Uh, so t- just yes. talk, talk yes. preach to us about revival and humility, the importance, you know, uh, help us, help us out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, um, uh, I'm more and more convinced that uh, what, what, makes, what makes God godlike is, is that he can go low. Mm. You know mm. that he can go low. Beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not though he was in the form of God, mm-hmm. he emptied himself. Mm-hmm. But some of the New Testament scholars are saying, actually, if you look at the Greek there, it actually just says, it just because he was God, he could he could go low. Yeah. Wow. Because he that. was God, he could go. The, you know, and that 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 is it. Second Corinthians eight nine. The Lord Jesus Christ, who though he, the text, the, most of the translations say, though he was rich, he became poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you read the Greek. That was what we would just think. It's actually because he was rich, mm-hmm. he could become poor. Yes, God's, oh, I love you know, that. it's oh. it, it, it's that's the heart, and, and that's of course revealed on the cross, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But I, but I, I guess so, you know, and um, um, it it. it you got me going on this, Jimmy. But you know, I was thinking about one of the early, you know, the Desert Fathers who was getting tempted. Uh, this the devil was doing everything he c- could to try to tempt this guy, and he just couldn't get him and uh, get to him. And and 
the finally uh, the 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 demon said, I, I can't I, I I can't get to you. Why? And, and he and the father says, well, Why is that? He says, Because you're so humble. Mm. Mm. And you think about it. Wow. The essence of uh, of uh, what Satan did was he. Yeah, pride. Pride. Yeah. yeah. You know. And right. so this is so now now taking that and sort of applying it then to yeah. revival, uh, and and you know this is generally true when when revival comes the folks that are stewarding it they have enough sense to know this isn't about them yeah you know right. they've tried that they've right. been yes, they've they've exactly. gone down that yeah. road and, and they, yeah, they've they've been they've been broken and emptied of that mm-hmm. and 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 so there's a there, and and as a result of that. There is a willingness to give it away, mm-hmm. not try to cling to it or hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And so, as they as they negotiate, it, uh, you know, with others, as they as they d- deal with the various kinds of issues that are coming at them, you know, uh, sometimes they have to take firm stands sure. about things because right. there's always people that are going to try to hijack this. But even in doing that, they they do it in a gracious, humble way, right. you know, yeah. and uh, so, uh, y- you know, uh, it just seems like, uh, well, uh, maybe it's because Jesus has come and He's the one that uh, lowered, made Himself nothing, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So it's 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 I guess if if His Spirit comes, you know. I remember Oswald Chambers writing somewhere that uh, he said he said um, the, the the love pa- the love pa- the, the the love passion of the Holy Spirit is self sacrifice. Yeah, wow. That that you know that 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 downward you know yeah. direction you know can I can I go low enough? I, I I'm also reminded of an, of uh, something that Mother Teresa said. You know, someone asked her. You know how. How did how did this happen? You know, and her word and her response was, "Well, I'm just a little pencil in the hand of my God who's writing a love letter to the world." Mm, wow! And uh, I like that. She didn't say a big pencil. <laughs> <laughs> she a said uh, a, a little of those little golf putt, you know, putt putt golf, you know, all those just a little. And I think you know, I think our problem is, well, we just don't want to be little enough, do we? Wow! That mm. you know? Wow. Convicting thought. Wow. Beautiful. Anyway. Yeah, I just I think that's such an important reflection because I, you know, if history is a guide, it seems like God's going to keep pouring Himself out, uh, and yeah. um, I think the question could be for us: of Are we willing to let God be God, and are we willing to humble ourselves and come under what He's doing, or do we? Does that get caught up in our own selfish ambition and pride mm-hmm. and envy and yeah. arrogance and yeah, all the different stuff that we bring mm-hmm. to the, the equation? Yeah. Yeah. So, so Stephen, so here we are, right? We're in the middle of the outpouring, social media, everybody's getting, actually, this is a social media piece. Right, I was right, talking about right. this. So what's your, what are you, um, like for us, right? We're here in Waco, Texas. We're, we got great churches here in the city. There's a unity thing God's doing. I, maybe even today could be a day of incredible breakout. What would your counsel be to people who are hmm. not only hungry for revival, but expecting it to come? What do we need to know yeah, to be good facilitators of of the grace of God? Of course, humility. But what yeah, do we need to know, just practically, from your well, uh, you know, I've, you know, I guess, I guess, if I just we we've talked about the first thing here that's in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, yeah. haven't we? If my people will humble, humble themselves, themselves and pray, pray, 
So I think I, I, I think I would encourage everybody here mm-hmm. to first of all personally pray and seek the ask the Lord to send revival to mm-hmm. Waco to Baylor. Mm-hmm. But then I think it's important that we find other believers mm-hmm. who are of the same mind yes. and 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 regardless of where they where they are denominationally sure. different from us yes. if if we can come together and corporately right. pray and and actually reflect that John 17 mm-hmm. unity a little bit mm-hmm. yeah. uh uh, well, there, there's something else that God says He'll bless, according to Psalm 133. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. uh, there's, there's, but I, I would say pray, and 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 I think this is a time to really seek God's face, knowing that this is a time He wants to be found. Isaiah talks about seeking the Lord while He may be found, yes. calling upon Him while He is near, and. Uh, this is a time when he's near and when he wants to be found, and he's mm-hmm. giving himself to us. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I think we can come expecting, you know, yeah. uh, to, to be met by God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do think something, uh, when you're in a season like this, this this happens. This causes everyone's faith level to rise, right. as it were, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then turning from our wicked ways, mm-hmm. uh, you, know, you know, asking the Holy Spirit to show us what what are what are the wicked ways, Lord, that you want to work on in my life and to deal with in my life and to set me free from in my life? I guess it's right there, really, uh, you know, sure. in a way, uh, you know, right in front of us. Uh, yeah. yeah, and and maybe too. The last thing, given the humility piece, maybe we need uh, those of us that are kind of in leadership roles. Uh, we we need to let we need to let the young lead the way on this mm-hmm. we need to let because uh, i think i think we're, we're going to see the rising up mm-hmm. of of college students and you know the young because that's who god wants to raise up as a kind of an army yeah. and we got to you know encourage and pull back let, mm-hmm. let them go for it yeah yeah, yeah. It. so you have this unique perspective of having lived through the 1970 revival uh, what was the experience after that outpouring? You know, so God's moving, 1970, and the years later, in your own journey, and then what you saw with your friends, your contemporaries, and in the church at large. Well, uh, one thing too about the 70 revival, it was it was a convergence that the Jesus movement, the uh, Explo 72, uh, uh, the charismatic renewal that was going on in bringing the Spirit into mainline churches, openness mm-hmm. to the Spirit, all those things were converging. And, and doing something, uh, I think Jesus reaching out to my generation, the baby boomers, uh, but I think you see the long-term results of that in terms of the many ministries and churches and things that, even this Antioch movement, I think, has some connection to that, really. I mean, oh, yeah, how you guys, sure. you know, came out of, uh, uh, of that a little bit later, sure. not, uh, you know, the, uh, but... It, it was all. Oh, the Jesus movement shaped and formed every, everything. Everything, you know, the movements of today. And and, and I, what I see, what I see, obviously, is I think those uh, those things have have now matured into, and some of them have become institutions and so forth. And um, something new, obviously, has to happen here. Uh, I don't know um, when we really, as a as as a church, an American church, begin to really lose our way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to say that's happened, to, yes. you know, really over the last decade or so, or 15, 
I, I, you know, I guess maybe going back to the humility thing, we got too big for our britches. Yeah. And and uh, and the whole celebrity, we got sucked into, you know, all of those kinds of things, and uh, and that's why we've we've become, you might just say, impotent mm-hmm. and and powerless and yeah. and. God's having to do something new. That's not a really good, thorough answer, but... No, it's a great answer. Yeah. Let me let me follow up with it. If you could go back in time to yourself as a college student coming out of that revival, what would you... Knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself? Well, you, you know, as, as, I, I'm not sure what you can tell college students. <laughs> I w- you know, I, 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 I often say as a seminary professor, teaching 20-somethings, you know, they, they, they tend to think uh, they've got the world uh, by a string or something. They've got a lot, a, a lot to learn yet, you know. So I, don't, I, I guess I'm almost saying I'm not sure, uh, you know, I would just say the important thing most important thing I would say to, to myself back then and to, to anyone today is uh, uh, continue to walk closely with the Lord yes. and to uh, and all the spiritual practices yeah. and disciplines in, 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 in the Wesleyan tradition that we, we I come out and we call them means of grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, place, they're just God's appointed places of waiting. He's kind of told yeah. us, if you want to meet me here, do yeah. this, you yeah. know, yeah. read the Bible, you know, right. uh, you know, right. exactly. Fast, listen, you know, listen. Yeah. You listen. Yeah. And I, I just think cultivating that, that re- relationship with God, you know, uh, I, you know, I go back to something that Oswald Chambers said, you know, the main thing about Christianity is not the work we do, but the relationship we maintain and the yeah. atmosphere produced by that relationship. Mm. And that's the one thing that he said uh, that uh, is, is Satan doesn't want us to look after, yeah, right. but it's continually assailed. It's, it's yes. you know, and so I would just say walk, you know, because I think, you know, it's there. We're not revival is the exception, not the rule. Right. Mm. These are these the, the revivals kind of mm. jumpstart things. Yeah. And we praise God for them, but uh, there's there's the, there's a the need for you know God took the people after they saw the the fireworks of the Red Sea, He took them to the to the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And there's some lessons in the spiritual life mm-hmm. you only learn in wow. the wilderness, and and you only learn and and so there's so that's where those mm. means of grace. Staying in Christian community, living in God's word, a, a, a disciplined life of prayer, those kinds of things, mm-hmm. that's what's going to sustain you uh, th- through the that's long great. haul. And then praise God for times like this, you know. Yeah. Uh, praise Amen. God for times like this. So, yeah. uh, Sister Stephen, maybe we want you to pray for us. Uh, wrap, uh, uh, maybe we'll wrap it with this thought. You know, uh, obviously coming out of 2021, all that, we keep talking about yeah. that, you know, as a reference point. But we had this prayer where we said, God, we're not looking for a little help. We're asking you to come take over, right? Because yeah. that's, that's the, the heart of revival is preceded by this desperation. Yes. We're out of answers. Yeah. God, yeah. come and take over. And then he comes, right? Yeah. That's his delight, and yeah. that's what we're praying—not just uh, for Asbury, but uh, and not just for Baylor. We're praying for our whole nation, yeah. and ultimately that it would flood to the world. Yeah. So, 
desperation. Desperation is the key. You know, it's. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, you, you hear me quote Noswell Chambers a lot, yeah. but uh, he says, the greatest blessing spiritually is the knowledge that we are destitute. Yes. Mm. Until Absolutely. we get there, yeah. our Lord yeah. is powerless. Mm. You know, well, Lord, Lord, uh, you know, make us destitute, you know, radically desperate, you know, hum- humility. Yeah. You know, once again, you know. Well, pray, uh, pray that for yeah. us. Pray for all the listeners. Yeah. Pray that we would enter into it. Uh, yeah, just pray for us, brother. Jesus, mm. uh, humble mm. one, mm. would you would you send a, a, a spirit of humility? Yes, God. Uh, across y- your church, mm. particularly in our land here, mm-hmm. uh, we who have so much, and yet we think, and and yet we we don't know how little we have because mm. we have so much. Forgive us. Uh, for our self-sufficiency mm. and uh, set us free, Lord, to be desperate again. And uh, we thank you, Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. that you're, you're, you're the one that creates in us uh, humility and desperation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we need you to do that work in us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ask you for the gift of desperation, yes, God. destitution. Mm-hmm. We pray you'd send that on us mm-hmm. uh, and on these communities, and we and we just pray, Lord, for the increase. That, as John the Baptist said, I I just want to decrease so mm-hmm. he can increase. So Jesus, cause us to decrease so you yes. can increase. Yes, and we say more, Lord, yes. more, Lord more of your presence. Praise you, Lord Jesus, and we pray this in your name. Amen. 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 Come, Lord Jesus. We love you guys. Thanks for listening in, and look forward to following Stephen's journey and all of our journey as Jesus moves in this hour.